I got my wine. I'm ready to bring my sad girl vibes to this episode. Clink, clink, bitch. issues uh it's like the world cup but with more crying and no sports of any kind i'm Ooh. jen douglas <laughs> i'm gianna gambardella and i'm lydia guard miraculously wow amazing she's here she's we, real we wow. all made it back for round two <laughs> jen and i oh. still here but jen and i survived uh kineticon yes we survived our convention it was a hard reset year. We went back to doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> we stayed in our hotel room Saturday night and just played Love Live. Oh, I survived my FOMO of y'all being together oh, and me not oh, being baby. there. <laughs> baby! This you is were a betrayal. There in it's true. My it's angel. True. You, were, you were in our hearts the entire time. So, what the fuck you know what I doing? learned after last show, last episode? What? Yeah, what? People fucking love tapestries. They fucking love tapestries. Yeah. So a lot of you really love tapestries. Oh. And I would like to just apologize for hurting any feelings that I hurt. Yeah. But I also wouldn't date you. <laughs> I, you know, Yikes. if you had asked me to name what the most controversial statement of that episode was going to be, never, in, like, never would never I have Never in a million years. <laughs> I, oh, God. I got text from three of my friends after they listened to the episode being like so what you're saying is you hate me and you hate the way i decorate and, <laughs> and you said yes you don't we, like me anymore <laughs> you guys we must run in different circles because i didn't get that from anybody lol <laughs> <God>. probably <laughs> i think you guys are my only friends with tapestry. oh no <laughs> i think it's a sagittarius thing maybe oh god i hope not <laughs> It's exclusively a Sag thing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> John and I are uh, birthday twins. Birthday twins. We are. I chose not to go to New York City to see my favorite Swedish melodic metal band on that weekend because my two best friends have the same birthday. <gasps> and I'm a, I'm a great friend. You are is a that great this year? friend. I feel like I this has come do up that. before. <laughs> Uh, I've mentioned it before. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've said I've said these exact words. I think perfect. She loves those boys. Yeah. I do. I love those spooky boys. Those spooky boys. My spooky Scooby Doo music boys. <laughs> they are. They're like the Scooby Doo music of metal. I adore Scooby-Doo them. Scooby Doo chase music. Oh I love my it. god! <laughs> it brings me joy. I like to go to their shows, and I wore a cat sweater last time. You did. People That's take nice. it very seriously, which I, you know what, I respect that. They took yeah, your cat sweater that. seriously, or they no, took no, no, the they show take se- like the the oh, show okay. very seriously. Cool. And I'm just like not. I don't know. You're like I the otherwise... substitute teacher that showed up after class to like go to this exactly. cool kid yeah. thing. Like there are people like dressed up like vampires, and I just literally had like a blue sweater with a kitten on it oh <laughs> i was like greeting i was there by myself i was like hello <laughs> hello fellow young people guys i might be weird whatever you know you're not like other girls <laughs> no, i'm not, I'm not like, like other, other girls. girls i'm a fun mom i go to 
<laughs> um, I went to go see Florence and the Machine on Halloween, like oh. a million years ago at this point. And I think it was like the night before Halloween, actually. And I didn't get the memo that That's you were sexy. supposed to dress up. Oh. And it's the night before Halloween. I know, I know. You silly bitch. I was just like, oh, I'm going to be really hot. And it's at the House of Blues. <laughs> and, um, and Florence was like dead ass in like a skeleton costume with like full skeleton makeup. Of course and she my was. Mom. She my looked mom. like she was about to like ride in on a horse and like take oh. my soul. I can't wait for Hosier to do that. Yes. Because <laughs> you're just going to ride out on an Irish horse. He'll be like, guys, there's a new moon tonight. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever the fuck Hozier says. Whatever he said at Boston College. Yeah. Gaze upon that moon. Like, okay. Yeah, he was like, it's, guys, it's a blood moon tonight. And then later we tweeted at him. <laughs> oh my God. He didn't respond. Y'all are incredible. Which is rude. Which is rude. Which Hozier's rude for that. <laughs> Honestly, like now that we're podcast famous. Oh my gosh, shut <laughs> up. Don't fucking say that. Shut up. <laughs> Hozier probably listens to our podcast. You know, you know what? Hozier probably does listen to our podcast. You're absolutely right. Now that Irish we've talked husband. about nothing for 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Okay, let's, let's do our show. <laughs> yeah, let's get, to a, let's get to our first question. Oh, yeah. Which is from our Ask Women. Ah, a trove. Um, it's a good one. What separates a best friend of the sex that you're attracted to, so all of them, from <laughs> a, a potential partner? Mm. I don't have a good answer for this. <laughs> <laughs> it is something I can't define. Notes and quote. Brian just did a really good walk by. I don't know if you guys saw I that. I did not see that. I, I was too distracted like, by was like, And like walked by off <laughs> into the, the distance. That, that is what makes a, a relationship rather than a best friend. Weird walking I, dudes have the best dick. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, Answer my fucking question. Oh, me, me. I'm thinking. Um, so, like, at first I was going to say chemistry is really important, but I feel like I have chemistry with literally everyone on the planet. Yeah, like friend chemistry is totally Yeah, fun. friend chemistry is totally a thing. But, like, mm-hmm. romantic chemistry is, like, a little, little riskier, I think. Um, yeah. I get, I get more anxiety about romantic chemistry than I do about friend chemistry. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All joking aside, I really can't define like where that line is in my brain. It's just either there or it's not really. Mm-hmm. And I don't get involved in serious relationships all that often. So it is definitely like a thing that is present or not present in a person or in our interactions. But I can't, I have no, I don't know what my brain is doing basically ever. <laughs> and I don't know how my chemistry works. Um <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah, I felt like I was it's trying hard. to think about all of the people that I've been attracted to or like interested in romantically, and I yeah, I had like a bunch. It was almost like in my brain, I had a bunch of shit up on the wall trying to like connect the dots with string, all the red like, line, and like yeah, looking like a maniac. Yeah. I just couldn't <laughs> figure out. It's all connected. It's gotta be here. It's um, all here somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I I couldn't figure out what the like central factor is, and and mm. really, I think it might just be like. Sometimes it's it's there. Yeah. And sometimes it ain't. Because, like, there are people that, like, I am attracted to, mm-hmm. but who I would never want to date. Yeah. No, for real. Totally. You know? Yeah. Like, there are people that I'm attracted to, and I enjoy, like, spending t- a lot of time with them, but I know that, like, as a partnership... It would not happen. Never, we would never work yeah. out. Yeah. That, like, yeah. life compatibility. I guess, yeah, like, where you're at in life and, like, 
your personalities being compatible. I think like goals too. To yeah, like, you know, long term like, goals, that kind gonna, of stuff. You're not gonna like enter. I mean, maybe you will, and that's fine. But like, I wouldn't enter a partnership with someone like who I know like never wants kids because I might want kids. Right. You know, I yeah. don't want to close that door right off the bat. Yeah. And you discuss all of that, like, immediately after you greet them, basically, mm-hmm. oh, is yes. what you should do. Yeah. I'm, um, like, I'm like, hi, I'm Jen, nice to meet you. I like cosplay and animals. Uh, I don't fully believe in monogamy, and also, <laughs> I want kids someday, so if you don't, please leave. Hi, my name's Lydia. Um, I think monogamy is exclusively a socially applied thing, and yeah. I don't believe in marriage at all. Any kind of long term, any kind of long term, anything makes me itchy. Hi, I'm Lydia. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, okay, okay. Um, hi, I'm Gianna, and I absolutely believe the government is keeping aliens from us. True. Um, True. and I want to live in a big farmhouse with all of my friends and raise our kids together. Guys, I literally just want like a big old mansion in yeah. the country. We're gonna have like cows. We're gonna have sheep. We're gonna so like, many fucking knit cows. all our own clothes, <laughs> or and then something. We're just gonna like live in a like a beautiful like poly commune and raise our mm. children together. Sounds like Chef the dream, kiss. honestly. Delicious. My life goal. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's as what long as separates a best friend from a, a lifelong partner is like, are yeah, you willing we'll- to go to friend commune with me? Right. Yeah. And like that's what makes a, like we are life partners we are life partners <laughs> maybe not romantic life partners but like but like life partners. but like life partners yeah so if you're not willing to move out to friend compound with me um get good or get gone the end that's the end of the ask the rs <laughs> women the rs good women or get question gone. is now closed i just became a mod of the forum and i just shut down the thread because yes. it's over <laughs> Yeah, what separates best friends from what? Yeah, that's partners? the whole thing. No one knows. Nobody knows. It's There's no they have to be. They have to be Janelle Monet. True. Mm. End of that's question. The only partner in my life. The yep. only true romantic partner is Janelle Monet. Yeah. True. Accurate. And if you don't agree, like, there's something wrong with your lifestyle. Yeah, get it, get it right, get it tight. <laughs> get, it right, get it tight. Lots of good uh, snappy isms coming from Lydia tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on my that's game. Like, I got a glass of like, wine in me. I'm ready to roll. <laughs> ready to party. That's like Lydia's personality is snappy witticisms. I don't yeah. think in anything longer than that. Yeah, oh she's, she's just like, oh, here's a little quip. My ADHD and then she's is too bad. For, and then she just zones out for 20 minutes. Yeah, I, I like fire back. off in really short, intense bursts, and then I just have to shut down completely in a rest and cycle. And then you're like, I'm going to play my tap-tap girls game. Tappity-tappity-tappity-tap. Oh my god. So this was a submission from one of our kind listeners. When you hit one of those catalyzing moments where you just look around and realize you're about to switch into a new stage of life, how do you get your relationship to make that transition too? And how do you help your relationship over that hurdle if you've never had a relationship get to that uh, point before? Hey, did you read my diary when you picked this question? (laughs) I mean, I think about this a ton. Um, You know, what makes a relationship stable enough and special enough enough to, like, want to bring to that next phase? Drag them along with you. Yeah, yeah. How do I drag that bad boy over into the next chapter? I'm, um, I'm going to grad school and, like, a month now. Yikes. And, and before I applied, it was like very up in the air whether I would, you know, stay where I was or if I'd be going, you know, across the country. 
And um, spoilers, I'm staying here. But it was a very <laughs> real possibility for a while that like I was going to leave. And I would have never let that happen. <laughs> she would have prevented it. But yeah, it was um, figuring out like if my uh, partner, you know, if I could see him like factoring into that decision and if I could see him mm-hmm. coming along for that. And um, I feel like when we're in relationships, even when we're in relationships for a long ass time, we still kind of like play hard to get or like play coy. Like I never was just like, hey, come to grad school with me when I move. You know, I, <laughs> I don't want to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never Where just I'm put leaving. it out there. Um, but I think I started to like insinuate, insinuate and like let him know in maybe not so subtle, but maybe subtle. I don't know. Ways that like. I could see him with me, coming with me, like, oh, like, what, you know, what do you think of Chicago? Or like, I'm thinking about Chicago or something. And I remember this one thing that sticks out in my mind where I was mentioning a school in Chicago and he was like, oh, I could move to Chicago. No. And I was like, Aww. oh, hell yes. And that kind of just solidified yeah, a bitch, lot of yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my anxiety. I, about I it. love that subtlety. Yeah. I feel like I'd just be like, hey, that's how I am. You want to come with me? Yeah, I'm just like, well, hey, I'm- I like you a lot. But like, for that's me, like a really genuine thing to do. And like, I think yeah. I'm just so used to being, trying to be like, play it cool and be coy that like, why mm-hmm. the fuck am I doing this? Like, it's, yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like it's definitely like, and I mean, I mean this like in the most loving way, because I adore everything about you, but I definitely think like you aren't always like super direct, especially with things like you want from other people. I feel like you'll kind of, like, let them kind of decide on their own. And you won't be like, hey, do you want to do this thing? Whereas I'm like, hey, I'm going to confront you right now. Yeah, (laughs) I like to um, motivationally interview people and, like, make them believe it's their idea. I love that. But also that leads to me, like, dancing around things forever. And, you know, depending on what your style is, like, maybe laying those hints and starting to insinuate things is good for you but like Mm -hmm. you can also just like straight up ask yeah I think just going back to what you said Jen it's all about like just keep talking with them you know yeah just keep talking what are what kind of communication do they need yeah and just like communicate it as you would anything else yeah just and be gentle I, I tend to be a pretty intense person and that can lead to me being a little bit caustic when I talk about things and when I bring up issues and stuff. But like, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's important to remember that they're, they're just as probably nervous as you are about big changes. So just be nice to each other and get always on the same page and support each other. Be on the same page basically all the time, even to the point where it feels like you're over communicating a little bit, because then yeah. at least nobody's like taking any guesses or, or making assumptions yeah, about how people feel. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not, that's not a good, that's not a good plan. And something you said, Lydia, that I feel like as we go on in our lives, life changes can make things kind of uneven for a while. You yeah, know, if you're definitely. like following one person's dream and like the other person puts theirs on the back burner, um, oh, yeah. acknowledging that like sometimes that happens and like things will shift to accommodate that. Like, mm-hmm. and that's okay. And like, that's okay. Like, my partner is the breadwinner in this situation, so I'm going where they're going. It's not necessarily a bad thing to just kind of like, if things can be uh, be afforded to be put on hold, just kind of just wait. And it, it could be that, like, your partner isn't willing to do that. And that's, you know, that's okay, too. Yeah, yeah that's a thing that as choice. well. 
that I think that's important. That has to be something you understand before you try to make this move with that person is understanding that like they might have their own goals that don't necessarily align with yours right now. Right. And that, and that's, that's okay. Yeah. That's all. Let me tell you question asker, this question like cut right to my soul. Um, (laughs) That's a good question. It's a really good question. Yeah. This is a good question. question. Thank you so much. Yeah. I like talking about real things. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a real boy. Get ready, because now we're going to talk about some garbage. I hate it. Uh, oh, yay! Yes. I love trash. Um, I'm mm. like a little raccoon. Delicious. Yeah. Please, come mm. into this this Reddit trash can with me and experience... Oh, I'm here. Oh, please. I'm hunkered I'm down. This I'm cozy. In, I'm in there with Delicacy. You. So this young woman posted to the r sex Reddit, uh, subreddit. I'm not good at Reddit. Uh, <laughs> Mom, <laughs> you know on the sex forum on red on the Reddit. Yeah, I remember when they first invented chocolate. <laughs> I hated it. But this this woman um, posted something that gave me a lot of feelings, and I, uh-huh. I want to know if it evokes the same uh, for you guys. So uh-huh. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but all the main points are there. So um, my boyfriend of two years no longer wants to give me an orgasm because, quote, it turns him off. Mm -hmm. I used to have orgasms with him all the time, uh, but recently that stopped and he bought me a toy and has stopped making any sort of effort. Uh, When I asked him about it, he said he never had the desire and that he has no interest in it now. What do I do? Dump him! I am just a mask of human rage. Like, your boyfriend sounds like a sociopath. Here are the uh, five things I wrote. First three in all caps. Sociopath, hate, bad man. (laughs) (laughs) Just right off the bat. Initial reaction, taking your Initial reaction, yeah, just getting it all down on the page. Mm -hmm, And then, mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. if you don't enjoy getting your partner off, if you don't like getting your partner off, you don't like sex. Like, that's 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 kind of it. Like, that's the whole thing. If you're only using sex for yourself, then, like, I hate you. Yeah. I hope you're alone forever. Please eat ass. Please eat bad ass forever. Yeah. Yeah. Eat your, try to eat your own ass forever. Yeah. Pull some muscles. Fuck you. Yeah. I, my first reaction, like, this was very disturbing to me. My first reaction was like, okay, I'm going to put on my true crime hat for a second. Um, yeah. Ask this man, has he ever had a head injury? Did he start fires as a kid? Did he torture animals? Because oh my like, God, Giada. this is like some dead ass Jeffrey Dahmer can't get it up unless the person is dead kind of shit. Like if you yeah. don't want your partner to be enjoying sex, like what the fuck is wrong with you? What are you doing, dog? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I don't want to yuck any yums, but like fuck you. Yeah, I'm, I'm yucking. <laughs> if this is someone's yum, I'm yucking it. It's gross. Yeah. Like I don't go even think gross. it's not that like it, he enjoys when it's not she a doesn't thing. get He's off. just an asshole. Heat. Yeah, it's he just like doesn't see it as a valuable or worthwhile thing, right? Yeah. She participate she's, in, and that's so the worst I don't thing think ever. His life is a necessary thing to participate in. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like, we'll just send him out to that big garbage island that's floating around in the ocean, and he can live there. Live that's on garbage island, now. garbage island boy. That's him. If your partner like doesn't have interest in collaborating with you sexually, I love like, that. Yeah, sexual- they, they aren't a good partner. No. 
I adore the term sexual collaboration for I sex. Do too. That's really <laughs> great. Fantastic. That's Thank fantastic. You. Thank you. Excuse me. Excuse me, miss. Would you like to sexually collaborate with me? Ooh, that's like such a nice. I would be. I would swoon. I'd be, I'd be like, honored. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> Especially if it was a woman who approached me or a femme oh, presenting so person, artsy. I'd be all over it. Are we just gonna like roll around and paint? And then I fuck. Hope so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's. Ex- extremely disturbing that's the I'm worst thing i've ever listened to I, i'm sorry that this person like exists and i'm sorry that this woman like has to even deal with this let alone post it on the internet to ask for advice i don't even like have a whole lot of words for it other than like b- no nah nope nah mm. <laughs> no I mean, if eject yeah. yourself from that your- situation i said eject yourself from that situation yeah. just fucking shoot, bounce shoot yourself Shoot yeah. yourself out. I'm talking like, off. don't tell him anything. Don't text him. Don't call him. Just Ghost leave. Like, boy. this guy but, deserves well, to be or ghosted. Or don't, because he might actually be a murderer. Ghost him and then get a restraining order, maybe. <laughs> or like, yeah, <laughs> straight up just skip the ghosting and get a restraining order. Yeah, because this guy's dangerous. <laughs> and I think what's important is, like, she tried to talk to him. You know, she yeah. tried to, like, she brought express it up. herself and... She ended up feeling really hurt from that conversation. And yeah. that is like, we grow up so repressed sexually and so like shamefully like feeling about ourselves. So like to have that re- like yeah. repressed, like to have, to have, have that, that reinforced yeah. is like super fucked up. Yeah. To have Girl, that reinforced by somebody that you're like. Yours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that applies to anything that yeah. you discuss with your partner. Anything that you care about deeply and you're like, hey, I want to talk about this. And for them to dismiss it, there's something wrong with there. Yeah. yeah. And maybe take a look at that relationship. Yeah, take a look at um, how they treat you. Because if somebody's like dismissive of shit that you like just out of hand, then there's, yeah, it's it's fishy. It's it's hinky and I don't like it. Sounds bad, man. Sounds bad, man. Sounds bad, man. Feels bad, man. Does not feel feels bad. Sounds bad, feels bad, feels inorganic. Feels feels (laughs) inorganic. Yes. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so thanks for that bad, bad question. <laughs> no problem, anytime. Also, also, I hope that woman finds the love and orgasms that she deserves. Absolutely. Yes. Fucking absolutely. All right. So, the next question is, uh, submission, what are your best slash favorite coping skills? Ooh. I love it. Mine's like just disassociation. One. Goodbye, That's everyone. That's not a coping skill, Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I mean, it is a coping skill, but I do it too, and it's not a great one. Goodbye, everybody. I'm gone. <laughs> oh, man. So I actually my, really my... love this, that someone asked us this, yeah. because yeah. I would say, like, the three of us put a good chunk of effort into our mental health. We try. We, we try. try. Good. We try. I try to be very aware of what my brain is always doing. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Because that way it can't sneak up on me. Yeah. This motherfucker yeah. can't surprise me. <laughs> I can't be surprised by my emotions if I already know all of them before they happen. Oh, God. Uh, um, but yeah. Uh, coping skills. So for me, if it's like something little, like a stress, just like a stressful day at work, or like I'm feeling really tired and like I don't you know, necessarily want to take care of myself, I'll, like, make an extra effort to take care of myself. I'll, like, I don't know, do something I don't usually do, like, light a candle and take a shower at the same time or some shit. Like, something just, like, really nice and, like, calming that I know that I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go and sit on my porch or play with my cat. Take Mm -hmm. a nap. And then if it's, like, a bigger thing, like, if it's, like, a depression thing that's lasting a few days, I'll do a thought log. Which is something that, like, that really, really helps me. And, like, if that's something 
you're interested in, you can literally just like probably Google, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy thought log and you can Mm -hmm. probably like find an example one on like Google images. And it's just really like a very like clear step-by-step like, okay, this was the thought I had. These are reasons why maybe this thought happened and why it makes me feel bad. And you just kind of like deconstruct whatever bad feelings you're having. Um, And I find it really, really helpful. And it's hard to do when you're really upset, but it's really rewarding if you can get yourself to do it and you'll feel way better. Yeah. That's so rad. I love that you're like doing that and like sticking to it. And it's hard. Like everyone has automatic thoughts that are just like negative thoughts. Like a lot of the time, like when I'm dating, a a very common one for me is like, oh, I'm unlovable, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. For me to like sit with that and really like dissect that and for me to think about, okay, where is the evidence for what is the evidence against this and to kind of like weigh those out and like really rationalize it and be like, okay, well, like, I know this isn't true. This is just my dumb brain talking at me about something that's a lie. And to be able to kind of like parse that out is very, very helpful, I think. Yeah. Yeah, cognitive um, behavioral therapy is basically magic. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> what I've realized. I love it so much. It's so good. I, I just do them in my bullet journal. Like, I just, like, will take out a page and be like, all right, where am I going? Yeah. yeah. What's my thought today? My hot thought. That's what they're called. Hot thoughts. <laughs> hot thoughts. Hot thought. <laughs> Which is exactly what I am. Oh hey. My hey. 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 <laughs> Ladies. Oh my god, I need a t-shirt. <laughs> hey there, ladies. How are you gonna capture the vocal fry in the shirt though? I don't know. <laughs> or the weird hesitation. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, that's mine. So. That's a really good one. I, I feel like you. mine is like kind of similar. Um my a lot of like my shit comes from I this bitch is doing too much. Like I'm thinking too much, <laughs> I'm trying to do too much, I'm trying like I'm trying to plan, like, the next, like, three years of my life, like, in the night. Um, (laughs) And so, like, something that is helpful for me is, similarly, I also bullet journal, is going to my, like, my week, looking at my week and being like, okay, what can I get done, like, in this week? And just, like, jotting that down, making lists and, like, making sense of all of the nonsense I'm thinking is really helpful for me and also prevents me from trying to, to do the most in like a short amount of time she does the most i do i do the most like if you ask people about me it's like oh yeah that that girl does the most so like getting organized and like prioritizing and jotting things down because once i have it down i can like close my book and be like i've done something to deal with that yeah and it's like you put it somewhere and it's not like at the forefront of your mind yep yeah um the other big one is like slowing down and this comes into play like you know, when I'm doing everyday things like cooking dinner, but it also comes into play when I'm thinking or when I'm like processing a social interaction where I'll just be going so quickly that I'm not doing anything with intention or care. Um, And so I get sloppy. Like, yeah, you burn the toast or you convince yourself that like your life is falling apart. Um, (laughs) So slowing down is really important for me. 
I can third the uh, importance of journaling in some form, whether it's uh, as like the thought logging thing, like Jen said, or if it's just bullet journaling and making lists. Um, I personally don't even plan as out as far as a week, unless it's like a social engagement, because then I have to with my work. I just make to-do lists on a day-to-day basis. Like, what can I get done today? What did I get done yesterday? And what can wait until the next day? Um, yeah. Because I will also try and do the most. And then, you know, my, I fill my list with five dozen things to do and I do three of them and I feel bad about myself and one lovely therapist I had uh was just like well why is doing one thing as opposed to five bad why do why do you think that isn't like a worthy amount of things to get done for the day or like it's all about perspective basically I think we tend to model ourselves after those we see doing doing the most <laughs> and yeah you know who are who are able to do the who most are able to like, do the most when re- who appear to not have any issues with doing the most because mm-hmm. social media right right and re- like in reality like most people aren't like that yeah most people are not capable of that and it's not healthy to try and be in that mindset all the time because then you just get in this cycle of like putting yourself down and trying to be like oh. comparing yourself to others and yeah which is like always bad yeah, and when in doubt, just have like a good nap or a good cry or both. Yes. Yeah, cry yeah. then nap. I really. I cried and went to bed early last night. Hell and yeah, it was just what I needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes that's all you gotta do, and like just putting your dumb self to bed is yeah, just yeah. a good sometimes idea. You're just tired and sad and, and cranky. Will feel better yeah. When you wake up later. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's like the first thing is like, okay, are all of my like bodily needs met right now like have i eaten have i taken meds am i hydrated yeah am i hydrated have i like changed my clothes or showered like the the really physical things and then once those things are kind of like solved then i can go on to you know the more complex like okay i need to do some reality checking or i need to to be because that's so interconnected yeah yeah like the thing for example like when i i used to be really scared of flying and i would like listen to fun music and smile during takeoff and i'm sure people thought i was fucking insane like (laughs) i i'm not as scared of flying anymore yeah Yeah. it's true like like what you're doing physically like absolutely influences the way you're feeling yeah Yeah. it's not gonna be like it's not gonna be like uh an instantaneous or necessarily even a permanent change but it does like a shifting focus in consistent small ways does a lot more for your overall outlook and uh, how you deal with things than trying to make big sweeping lifestyle changes yeah. all at the same time because that's also a road to failure. Too much that's of what like I try to do. I try to do it every other week and it always I, fails. I'm and- like, wow, I'm gonna start taking fucking Tai Chi and become a Tai Chi master today. <laughs> and, and then the next day, I'm like, I'm gonna start a whole new costume, even though I haven't finished like any costumes mm-hmm. this yeah. year. <laughs> I'm going to get all new stuff for my sewing room, even though I don't know where to put any of my things. <laughs> yeah, starting something feels really good sometimes. Oh, it feels yeah. so good. But you know what feels even better is following through with something. Yeah. yeah. Which is very hard. It's yeah. incredibly hard. <laughs> very rewarding. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So just journal all your stuff down, keep stuff in perspective, and just cry a whole bunch if you feel like it, yeah, I guess. cry. And I feel like writing, honestly, like... It helps. It helps. Yeah. Like... Those words that are, like, hanging around and hanging over you like a cloud, that's a way for you to literally put them into the world and be able to be like, okay, this is no longer in my head. This is on this page. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm shutting this book now. And, like, it's here. And I'm giving myself permission to not think about it. (laughs) Right. Exactly. 
I think they also like the, just recommend. like the last big thing is like talking to people. Talk to other yes. people, goddamn. Yeah. Reach out to your loved ones. <laughs> yeah. Nothing makes me feel better when I'm feeling sad than like messaging like you guys. Or no. like, you know, if you have people in your life that you can get that kind of support and love from, take advantage of that. Yeah, yeah. take it. Take everything like, that you can it. get. Like, you deserve it. <laughs> you do. And you need it. And the people who are there for you who can give that kind of support want to give it to you. So like, yeah. go get it. I want to give you that support. Yes. Yeah. And if support you're you like feeling a good like you don't have those people in your, your life right now, we are so lucky that we can, you know, look to online and like find people who share our struggles or share our interests. Like, Find some people because there are people. There are, there are people, people that are feeling the way you're feeling. There are people that like what you like, and there are people that like want to hear how you're doing. Yeah, one of the biggest. You are literally never alone. Yeah, yeah. One of the biggest things that stress and uh, bad mental health tries to tell us is that we're the only ones feeling this way, and that's just not true. So yeah, yeah. just there's other people out there who are going through what you do. Put it out into the ether. Maybe we'll pick it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, come podcast with us come podcast with us tweet at us about your sad shit and we'll tweet back about our sad shit and we'll just have one big sad love fest it'll be talking about the sad sad girls (laughs) we'll just we'll all just go on discord and cry together discord crying channel (laughs) that's what i said at the beginning of this episode yeah lots of crying crying. no No sports all crying (laughs) yeah yeah so this next one is a submission And I'm going to kind of paraphrase a little here, Um, but pretty much this person, this person due to um, cervical cancer had to get a hysterectomy. And pretty much this submission is all about like people asking this person like, oh, when are you having kids? And how like that's such a common like social thing that like we do in our society and how she thinks like, you know, this is something that's really hurtful. It's, it's really personal for a lot of people. It's hurtful for those who can't have kids. And it's not a woman's purpose in life. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was a very, very good submission. And I wanted to get you guys' thoughts. Yeah. I think I texted you guys earlier. I'm excited to be upset about this question. Um, mm-hmm. And that still rings true a little bit. And I also want to note that this person also never, they never disclosed whether or not they wanted to have kids. They were always just like, right. I don't want to talk that about that. Pri- it was, were, this is like a private thing for that. But everybody started assuming that they didn't want kids because they weren't like fucking over the moon about it and just talking about how much they wanted babies uh, every minute of the day. And yeah, I feel this a lot, especially as like a major fence sitter and honestly leaning more towards the no side than the yes with having kids and being a person who has a uterus. It's like, I've gotten everything. It's like, oh, when you meet the right guy, you'll want children. Or, oh, if your husband decides he'll, he wants them, you'll you'll do it. Like, Ew, uh, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> gross. Um, yeah, but yeah, every that's... you're too young to know it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Can't even be coherent about this. It just makes me mad. <laughs> and I, I, I was really moved by like that part about like that's not a woman's purpose in life. Like, no, it's not. It's not. And, the, and you know, people don't really think about it like that. But like, that's kind of like where it comes from. Right. It's it, like, oh, you have a uterus, therefore like your whole job is to have kids. Right. And if you for whatever reason consciously like shirk that, then what what? And what's, people what's wrong with you? People just cannot grasp that that's something yeah. that in this day and age anybody with in a the uterus year would of not our want Lord, to do. 2018. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I just wonder if people like 
forget how to be normal with <laughs> other people and to like just talk about real stuff. And I feel like when it's about babies, people do forget how to be yeah. normal. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a very weird primal, like, we must continue the species. Yeah, it's thing. like something turns off in their <laughs> brains and they we? don't know how to not to be a prying like, dick. Like, should we really? Yeah. Would we? Should we? I don't know. I felt it. Like, when I see a baby, I'm like, ah, you gotta go have a baby. (laughs) Yeah, I think think about it a lot at, like, family things, um, like, holidays and stuff, where it's, like, people don't know how to relate to each other always, and so they're like, how's school? How's work? How's your relationship? It's like, oh my god, like, these are none of the things that I want to talk about when I'm, like... This is none of your business. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the last thing yeah. I want to do when I, when I talk to like my great aunt is like, be like, oh yes, I am. I am having unprotected relations with the intention of having children. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like, very our society weird. is so creeped out by sex. And at the same time, they're like, like as soon as babies are, you are fucking? Involved, people are like, people are like, oh yeah, we're trying. Like, yeah, you're fucking a whole bunch. Yeah. No yeah, one's we saying that get though. It. I don't want to know that they're getting like, like just huge loads all the time like, no thank you you're just good. like telling people that yeah like it's nothing yeah i think like when like would you normally tell people <laughs> no i'm gonna start people, <laughs> i'm getting I, that I raw dick every single night like, oh my god <laughs> ew don't say that i, just I love it's it here. It's, i hated it and um, like all jokes aside i you know, when I read this, um, I was just like nodding my head, like, yes, 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 like, yes. You, you preach it, you speak your truth. And like, Throws I'm table. so sorry that people are so invasive. And yes. I'm really sorry that this happens to you because it, it shouldn't like people should be able to connect to each other and like mind their own business and like think a little bit that not everyone's experience is the same as their yeah. own experience. Um, yeah. I feel like a lot of the time people do assume like stuff like school, marriage, you know, relationships, babies, those are like universal things somehow. And, Which like, like super no. <laughs> they're not. Yeah. Like maybe they are like, you know, traditionally, maybe culturally, but like people don't have to have kids. Yeah, they don't. You know? Like we have contraception. Yeah. It's a miracle of science. We fixed it. <laughs> we fixed it. Yeah. Our bodies aren't broken anymore and producing tiny humans all the time. Oh my Just, God. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love not being able to get like... And, and, and that's for a person who like wants kids someday. Right. You know, like, like I still like, like that's not appropriate. Don't ask me if I'm having children. And I feel like, you know, what this just makes me think is like when you were having like a social interaction with someone, just like be thoughtful like, yeah. you don't know what that person wants in dreams and hopes. Stop <laughs> assuming so much, Carol. Yeah. <laughs> not your business, Carol. Not your business. I think everything Carol. just comes down to it's not any of your business. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's none of and your business. What, don't ask about this, it. This, this person who submitted this set is like, this is personal. And I tell people that when they ask me. And it's like, good for you. And what's especially wild for me is like, I've gotten these questions, but none of it has ever been from family. It's always been from people that I had an even less close relationship with Mm. than that, who felt the need Mm -hmm. to speak on my uterus about about how I'm feeling about the whole situation. Yeah, and I feel like it's one thing to be like, oh, do you have kids? Right. Yeah, do you have kids? To be like, when are you... Right. Do you have kids? I have kids. Do you have kids? Or even do that's, you want kids? That's one thing. And if they answer or none even, of your business, yeah. then who gives a shit? Like, yeah. yeah. But to be like, oh, are you going to have, like, when are you having kids? Like, that's so... Ugh. Ugh. 
Yeah. <laughs> no. Are you my partner? Then no. Yeah. Good and so, you. like, let's talk, like, good allyship corner. So if this is something that you normally, like, would be like, whatever, I'll talk about this, and someone asks you that, maybe it's a good idea to be like, hey, I don't mind answering this, but, like, that maybe wasn't you cool. shouldn't ask people that so bluntly. Or yeah. maybe you should take more, like, care or tact around that, because it's not It's the everyone. social equivalent of people touching pregnant women's bellies. Ugh. Like, unsolicited. Like, yeah. just because someone is, like has a uterus does not mean that you somehow have some kind of power over that uterus or uh, what it's doing. It's, like, so creepy. Yeah. If, Stop it! If yeah. I ever get pregnant and somebody touches me without my permission, I already know I'm going to be such a hormonal monster that somebody's gonna die. Like, I'm gonna cut their hand off. I, w- I am going to Aikido flip them over my pregnant body. It could be my mom that tries to do it when I'm not feeling it. I will still punch her in the tip. Yeah. Sorry, sometimes mom. you just don't want to be touched, and sometimes you just don't want to an- answer personal questions. You just don't want people in your uterus in general. Yeah. yeah. Or you just want a tiny little machine in your uterus that tells the sperm to go away. Yeah. And then you never get pregnant but also it was the worst experience of your life getting it installed. <laughs> I like to use the word installed because it I like makes it me sound too. more like a cyborg. You ba- we basically are cyborgs. We have this little I have a tiny chip. piece of technology yeah. inside of me. Does that mean I like take nanites because mine is in pill form? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. So I guess I hope for this, yeah. this asker that maybe this didn't, help but at least maybe you felt some support and solidarity and i hope that like you feel reinforced in your beliefs that this is a personal thing that like you shouldn't you should not be required in any way or feel pressured in any way to answer people shouldn't just assume that everyone's experience is the same right right and that's yeah that's that (laughs) you're a rock star ask it is law okay so we've been like laying it on pretty pretty heavy this This episode episode. like has been a, a journey. Um, Thanks for coming on this uh, nature walk with us. Yeah. This sad girl nature walk. Sad girl nature yeah. walk. Um, we're rooting our way back to the city, which is where I am most comfortable because I am a, a city brat. I actually, I saw a goddamn brat. beaver. I saw <gasps> a beaver today. The beaver. Pride beaver? Pride, Pride beaver. beaver. So it, I live outside of Boston now. I don't live in Boston proper anymore. And so I'm seeing all this new wildlife that I've never seen in my life and my I angel. saw a beaver for the first time in around pride which is why she is the pride be- beaver um my new deity and I saw her yes. again today she blessed me <gasps> she pride came back beaver. she yeah, came it- back so yes we're gonna we're gonna come back to the uh topical city of nonsense um, <laughs> my favorite place yes today. Um, so I think at this point, um, we have all had experience with online dating and I think a lot of our listeners probably have too. Maybe. Um, tell me something weird that some, someone messaged you on an online dating site. All of it. Yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> yep. Any message I've ever received. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but okay. So, um, I was on the hell site. Uh, meet me. Oh God! Yeah, I just, don't even know her. <laughs> just for <laughs> just for a spate, just to kind of see what the fucks was up. Just sticking around. Yeah. Um, and I think this was before Tinder really, really super took off. Um, I was on Meet Me, and I got messaged by this guy who greeted me with a Skyrim 
line because my name is Lydia and I uh, supposedly that's one of your helpers that you can get in. She was my favorite. I married her. Yeah. Yeah. I've never played Skyrim because I can't afford. You did. You played it in my house one time. Oh, that one time. But that's, I <laughs> played like, I played like halfway through the intro sequence or like fully through the intro sequence. And that was yes. it. That was the whole thing. Cause I can't. You sorry. made your character. That was it. I, I made it. I made a furry and then I played the game a little bit and then I stopped. Uh, so yeah. Cause I just, I can't afford to, I don't, I just can't afford $60 for one game. I can't do it. I'm sorry. Um, and I was just Don't like, and you, what was the, oh God, what was the quote? It was like, I'm sworn to carry your burdens. Is that Lydia's line yes, in Skyrim? Yes, Lydia. Okay. Yes. He greeted me with that. And I was like, oh, it was that from when he was, he said Skyrim. I was like, oh, I haven't played that yet. Ha ha. And he just immediately, the interaction being kind of jokey and normal, he immediately flipped into the misogyny side of the coin uh, and just said, of course you haven't, because women don't play real games. They only play like mobile games and casual BS. And I think either before- It's very aggressive. Bef- yeah, like right, it just immediately after I was just like, oh, I haven't played Skyrim. Like, okay. Um, and then I went to his profile um, oh and every picture aside from like his display picture was him with also very large guns. Like, yeah, <laughs> no. yeah. So on top of the good, cool gamer misogyny, we just had lots of like implicit violence in yeah. his uh, profile right. pictures. It was horrific. So that was one. Wonderful. Oh, I have one more. A man on OkCupid back when I was like 19 and just kind of in the in-between stage between like going to college and I was single and just a whole bunch of stuff. I was on, I was a baby on the online dating world and a guy messaged me. It was kind of cute. So I, I messaged him back. I didn't look at his profile immediately or I skimmed it. And I was on Skype with one of our friends. I was on Skype with her and I sent her the profile. I was like, oh, this guy's kind of cute. And we were both on OkCupid. And she was like, Lydia, no, no, Lydia, you have to read his whole profile. And I shit you not, this guy had like, a dozen or more paragraphs long OkCupid profile meticulously describing what kind of woman he wanted and how the relationship was like going to go. Mm. Like novelization length. (laughs) Jen's having a stroke. (laughs) Yeah. um, This is my perfect woman. Did not understand why it was whack when I calmly explained it to him. And then I just stopped answering his messages because he was fucking nuts like, <laughs> yeah like he went down to the cup size guys like it was mm. gross <laughs> it was super Ew. gross i've totally seen profiles like that on yeah. yeah yeah he wasn't the last one that's the fucked up part he was just the first one that i got and you know friend friendo was good looking out and was like no dude don't keep messaging this guy read his profile like you also might be a sociopath <laughs> yeah look him up with that Probably. other guy <laughs> yeah seriously they can suck each other's dicks yeah, please <laughs> i would love that take him out of the equation for other people altogether yeah. <laughs> oh geez. i feel like mine are usually like not so much anymore but like back in the heyday of okay cupid i feel like i would get a lot of like Oh, you look like a boy messages with <laughs> short hair. Gross. Um, and I feel like a lot of it was probably just trolling, but like it got weird sometimes. Yeah. I yeah. did not love it. But one more recent message that I like weird interaction I had. Pretty much this guy messaged me <clears throat> and I think he had a premium like account because I think he saw that I read his message and visited his profile yeah. and didn't respond. Oh no. And literally like within five minutes of me getting this message. He sent me like this angry paragraph rant 
about how like so this guy was like also like 53 i should no like, uh, so he was like 53 his main profile picture was him with a with a, an assault rifle okay good like, so another one um <laughs> and like he he messaged me like initially then like five minutes later he was like oh i don't own guns by the way <laughs> and then like five minutes later he like messaged me this tirade about how like all millennials are just just snowflakes and they think we just think we're too good for people and mm-hmm. just like that my parents should be ashamed of me. Oh my god. <laughs> what a cuck. Uh <laughs> yeah, and um that was pretty that was pretty wild and then I blocked him. Good. I think yeah. that's how like all of these stories should end. And the then I blocked part. him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Another another time a guy was like it was a site where you had to like request pictures to get pictures. And I requested pictures from this guy who messaged me. And he was like, why would I send you pictures before you respond to my message if I don't even know you're not interested? And I was literally like, I wouldn't have asked for pictures if I wasn't <laughs> If I wasn't and, then, <laughs> and I said that. And he was like, oh, okay. And then he sent me some. And I was like, well, not now. Yeah, you <laughs> dingus. Like, no. I was like, not anymore, dude. <laughs> Just like, that was cool. way too aggressive. Just play it cool. Be cool for like five seconds. Just, guys. hey, dudes on online dating, just chill. Just be cool. Please. Yeah. That's all we want. Just be cool, man. Just be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to ever meet you in real life if you're even a little aggressive. Yeah, like, no, it's never you happening. Better be a, you better be a gentle little baby deer. Like a baby lamb. <laughs> In, in your messages, like a little baby lamb. Little mm-hmm. tiny like, hoof woodland creature. <laughs> Greetings, my lady. You are so fair and beautiful, and I wish to take your hand and kiss it. Some really? Shit like that. I don't really, I just know. want some Lord Byron male uh, poetry mailed to me, and that's how I want to be courted, and then I can respond in my own time and nobody gets mad. Did you say <laughs> Lord did you, Byron? Did, did you just yes. have, have Wasteland flashbacks? Because I just had yeah, Wasteland, wasteland yeah. flashbacks. Must um, be nice. <laughs> well, you're going to have them soon. No, last year when we went to Wasteland, we like accidentally stopped in like an official ca- like themed camp. And the dude who ran it was called Lord, Lord Byron. Byron. And he was like, he was like, is it just the two of you? And we were like, yeah. And he was like, you can stay with us. But you have to work like the door. Very, yeah, it's fucking like, rad. You have to the door. And it was really fun. And they had a very cool setup. Yeah. And that was that yeah. uh, couch picture a- you sent me, right? Yes. Yeah, that was rad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were just like a group of like old ass burners. It was it was cool. Yeah, that's fantastic. It was very cool. Yeah. <laughs> like haul couch, old ca- fancy couches out into the. I adore that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Gianna. Okay, so my okay or not even okay, Cupid. My like online dating ones. They're not aggressive. They're just like fucking weird. So for a for a minute there, my um, you should message me if was if you've got like a cool hometown urban legend to tell me um and that's a good one (laughs) yeah i was like i want to hear about some spooky shit that you guys used to talk about like in when you were drinking in the woods in high school like that's what i want to hear about that's Um, good shit gianna that's illegal i've never heard of her i don't get it (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know who she is i don't know who she is uh, so this guy messages me, um, and the first message just says, my dad was killed right in front of me. <laughs> oh my fucking God. <laughs> and I just like, I like had no idea. I had no idea what to say. I 
was not expecting. Tell me all about it. <laughs> no, please I don't let stop. Hey, no, that was don't. I did yeah, that don't stop. <laughs> yes, that's keep that's going. Mark. Um, it was like very, yeah, it was very a lot. And um, so that was that one. Uh, another one was okay. So I was single in the summer of 2012, and then also the summer of 2016. Oh, oh yeah, um, summers are. Woo. My time. Good time. Um, oh, yeah. It's to break up with people. It's break up with boyfriend time. Except this year. <laughs> Love it. Boo. And, uh, in summer 2012, hey. I got this message that was like, yo, there's something just so special about you, and I feel like we could really connect. And, like, you know, like, I just, like, I didn't respond or, like, we responded. I responded, but it, like, tapered off very quickly. It didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. Um. And it got, like, lost in, you know, all of the messages. Um, and then I started dating someone. Flash forward to when <laughs> when I break up with, with my boyfriend and I'm single in summer 2016. I get the exact same fucking message from the exact same guy. Our message history is still there. So the message is literally like, I feel like we could really connect. Oh, hey, what's up? Fades off. Hey, I feel like we could really connect. Like, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, copy paste that. He shit. copy paste. I like. I'm like he's playing. This boy is playing a numbers game, which is you know, like fair enough. But like, <laughs> uh, uh, I I have another one that isn't text, but it's it's a cringy online dating story. Yeah, go for Please. it. Um, this was my first interaction with a polyamorous human being, and it wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I went on a I went on a date with him and it wasn't until like a week later after I had been seeing him that like he was like, Oh, by the way, I have a girlfriend. No. And I was like No. <laughs> I don't think you know what polyamory means. Like, I don't think you know what it means. It's really funny it because like after I, I ended up like ghosting on that guy because he was just kind of Because he sucked. He was a shady dude. <laughs> Whenever, and I say this as like a person who's non-monogamous, and I know it's hypocritical, but I always get mad shady vibes off of any dude I see on a dating site who's like, "I'm polyamorous." I'm like, "Are you, dude? Are does you your really?" Know that? Yeah. Does your girlfriend know you're polyamorous, my guy? <laughs> and like, I'm sure there are dudes that are like, I'm "Oh, there definitely are." Into ethical monogamy, oh, non-monogamy, but. I feel like it's like a fad almost though. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, no, because it's the classic trope of like shitty people are going to use whatever's trendy to uh, be shitty. So like, yeah. of course, dudes who have bad dating practices are going to latch on to the concept of not needing to be monogamous as an excuse to treat people shittily. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, if you're in a relationship, you can't just decide you're non-monogamous. That's not. Yeah, that's, that's not, not how that. Like, you works. can't be like, I'm in a committed relationship, but now all of a sudden I'm yeah. poly. Bye. My p- partner, please adapt to my new yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, get with that's it. Not, no, no, no. That's not that's not that ain't it. Works. That ain't it. Don't do don't do that. When I was like I want to say like like 18 or 19, um I told my like best friend from high school um that I might be bisexual. And this is like the first time that I had ever told anyone, like, or even really put much thought into it. And her reaction was does that mean you get to have a boyfriend and a girlfriend? Um, and like, I'll just like never. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> yes, it does. I get to have exactly all of the boyfriends and all of the girlfriends I want. Um, 
That's it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm ambidextrous. That means I can date everybody. <laughs> I'm no, not an ambi-turner, though. Man. <laughs> love who you love, my man. <laughs> and yeah, that's, um... Mm. Mm. Yeah, that, that about does it. That, that wraps it up. It. You know, if you out there are like, how can I be a part of this, this delightful fun that these three harpies are having? Um... <laughs> Please, 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 Flock please, to me. Send us your stories. Send us pictures of your bedrooms. A couple people did that so we could rate them. Um, yeah, a buddy nice. of mine uh, sent the our official Twitter a rate my setup picture, and it was yeah. it was very good. He had some very good mom art. Uh, he had very it. good mom art. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, send us like send us pictures of your tapestries that you just love so goddamn yes. that you just love. Definitely submit questions and crazy ass stories and just. What your lived experiences yeah. to us. You can reach us at boundarycast.com. All of our social media links and stuff are on there. We have a little anonymous form you can fill out right on the site. Yeah. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter uh, at boundarycast. Uh, and we're also, we have a Facebook page now, which is super exciting. Um, Boundary Issues, if you search for us, uh, we should pop up there. And we're also on a good chunk of uh, podcast providers now. So if you go to either our website, like Jen said, or anchor.fm slash boundary dash issues, you can see where we're hosted right now. Please, you know, subscribe and yeah, let us know that you like us. Do, do all like, the good relevant like things. <laughs> we like you. We like you a lot. I like you a lot. <laughs> I can really see this going somewhere. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Awful. Um, yeah. <laughs> Horrific. I'm adorable! No, you're an angel walking this earth. It's true. Thank you. Um, Perfection. Yeah. Uh, do all the relevant good things for the uh, media that you find us on. Everything's on our website. Just click through those tasty links and uh, put the sound in your ears. And we love you. And again, that is www.boundarycast.com. Hell yeah. Put us in your ear holes. Put us in your ear holes. We love you, love us back. That was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Thank you for listening and all of your support so far. Yeah. We, we lo- we're really having fun and we hope that you are too. Yeah. Keep it up, y'all. We love you and thank Little you so baby much. Podcast. Little baby podcast. We need all the help we can get. Bye. Bye. Bye.